Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. And my name's Leah. And we are from Relax My Dog, where we talk about all things dog. (laughs) Now, today is part two. Um, If you joined us last week, you'll know that we started talking about flying with dogs. Leah and I just had a very quick giggle. That sounds like dog flying and not taking <laughs> <laughs> The mental images are just hilarious. Aren't they? I know. <laughs> but we started that one last week with what you should do before you take you take your dog on an airplane. So if you plan on taking the dog on holiday with you, or you're moving, or you know want to take it on a trip or whatever, um, there are certain things you need to do and certain things you need to do beforehand. But today, Lee and I are going to talk to you about what to do, how to prepare your dog for a flight, and what to do. Um, regarding taking a dog on an airplane so I guess we'll just get right back into it really if you listen to the first one you'll know what we're really talking about um so first of all how do you prepare your dog for a flight and uh, the best thing to do before flying with a dog is to properly prepare yourself and your pet for the travel this will help manage your expectations and ensure that you're ready for any hiccups that said it's always a good idea to reach out to your airline directly we mentioned that last week um verify verify you've done all the necessary steps and filled up all the necessary paperwork in the correct time frames you don't want to show up at the airport on the day of the flight and realize that you have forgotten something for your dog uh, but one of the main things that you should be doing before you go away is to obviously talk to your vet it's always a good idea to consult your vet before taking your dog on a flight the doctor will be able to ask, um, assess your dog's health and speak um to any required um, forms or paperwork and fill them out and go over the pets and uh, vaccinations as well make sure you have enough time to get any necessary va- vaccines administered um, by scheduling an initial vet appointment for six to eight weeks before your departure so just um, make sure that you've got enough time to get everything planned and if your dog does need any vaccines at least that'll give you enough time to to sort of mm-hmm. get them booked in and get them get them done um, you may have to return to the office to have the vet fill out any appropriate paperwork um but you want to make sure that you're giving yourself enough time you don't want this to be a rush process at all just added stress i feel like that would be yeah if you have um, a particularly anxious dog the vet may be prescribed um a sleeping pill or an anti-anxiety pill such as um trazodone maybe um if you trazodone yeah if you believe your pet has not or will not respond to over-the-counter um pharmaceuticals and things like that or other measures to uh, mitigate sexual anxiety then a vet will sometimes consider prescribing a short course of anti-anxiety medication as well so it's just something to to really talk to your vet about but a vet approved sleeping pill isn't always necessary it's not obviously for everyone and for every dog plenty of dog owners avoid medicating their pets entirely so um, if you'd like a different option a vet again your vet will be able to provide an insight into the different alternatives that your dog could potentially have so again it's just um making your vet also aware that you're going away and just seeing what their sort of points are for that and for your dog mm. yeah and it's it's very important that you you have a good relationship with um your vet anyway um but if you are planning on taking them to the t- on on a border plane or even like on a boat or just in a car ride you know, it's going to make your life and your dog's life so much easier if you consult them and make sure that your dog is okay to travel. But also, like you said, um, lots all the paperwork and anxiety things and stuff like that can make it so much easier um, than just like not doing. <laughs> Plus, you know, vaccinations and stuff are very important too, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, so your dog is going to be spending a lot of time with its carrier. So the, one of the really good things to do is to familiarize your dog with its carrier. This tip is crucial and frankly, often overlooked. Dogs are creatures of habit and most of them won't blindly trust you after being shoved into a carrier out of the blue. It's better to familiarize your dog with the carrier by taking baby steps. Um, it's quite similar to if you're going to be crate training your dog, which is, uh, is that a, have we done a podcast on that? We should maybe, do. maybe not. Yeah, we should do that. That would be a really good one to do, actually. Yeah, so stay tuned. We'll do one. <laughs> so it'll be very similar to Craig training a dog. And what's Milo like with his carrier? Does he does he go in a carrier? I don't suppose he does, does he? No, does no. We've never had a carrier for Milo because he just he's, always, he's obviously a bit of a bigger dog. So I feel like mm-hmm. he'd just weigh a ton as well. I don't think he'd do well with a carrier. But no, we've never had one. We've had one for the cat, obviously. But yeah. dogs, I feel like if you've got a smaller dog, it's obviously more common. But yeah, not for Milo. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose if you are taking a, a, a bigger dog on a plane and they're not used to a carrier because it's just it's not the kind of thing you usually do with a, a bigger dog, this step is very, very crucial because obviously then they're like, what, what the heck's this? I've never been in this before. Yeah. Um, yeah. We do that with my cat Rags. Yeah. She goes to the vets once a month and she doesn't love the carrier. She doesn't hate it. Well, it's not a carrier. It's a pet. But what I do is before her appointment, I, take, I put it out for like an hour. So she's like, oh, I know where I'm going. But, you know. <laughs> So crate training is important if you want to fly with your dog. In fact, most airlines require them to be crated unless your pet is a service animal. Remember, it can take months for your pup to be comfortable with being left in their crate. You can help by making the space feel relaxed and safe with your dog's favourite toys and blankets. Um, As early as four months before your flight, start by leaving the carrier out so your dog has access to it. Your pet will likely be curious and give it a sniff or two. No need to rush into familiarising right away. Just let your dog know that the carrier is there. The next step is coaxing your dog into the carrier. Uh, Work on a few minutes per day with training treats. Reward your dog each time he or she positively engages with the carrier by going in voluntarily. Um, Use treats to encourage your pet to go inside the crate and never force them. You can include um, pheromone and aromatherapy as ways to make the carrier a comfortable environment. I think the dog version is Adaptil. Is that right? The pheromone spray? Yeah, uh, I think so. That yeah. one is way. So you can get things like a dactyl, that kind of thing. You can get sprays, you can get diffusers and all sorts of things like that. So once you've established that the carrier is a positive thing, try taking your pup for a short trip in in it, such as a brief drive around the block. Doing each step, step little by little will help effectively acclimatise your dog instead of throwing it into a stressful situation seemingly out of nowhere. Because that just sounds really cruel, doesn't it? Like just bunging it in a box and it's never been in. It's not going to know which way is up. It's going to be so so stressed out yeah definitely I think yeah it's it's more rather than just for you it's for your dog as well just to get them used to that and also like obviously it's, it's not just they're going in the crate they're going in the crate and then they're going in for play like it's it would be two massive things whereas at least if they're used to the the carrier and it's a bit of a familiar place like you said it it'll just help to bring the stress levels down I think for your dog quite a bit rather than it being two completely new things that they're being being pushed into almost yeah uh, and the next one is obviously to fill out pet travel paperwork and certificates. Now, um, you've obviously learned that airlines require special forms for service dogs. But what about pups who don't have a job? If you're traveling domestically, an airline may ask you to fill out and submit a health certificate prior to boarding. Uh, but policies differ by air carrier and by the pet's location on the plane as well. So whether they're going to be um, in the cabin or 
uh, what do they call in the cargo underneath? Um, so, for instance, Alaska Airlines requires a health certificate for all dogs flying in the cargo compartment, but not for those traveling in the cabin. So it's important to just double check which airline requires which because you don't want to get there and, and not be prepared. Mm. I'm sure that this is sort of the, one of the things that you need to be overly prepared for. Um, mm. As for international travel, travel uh, count on needing a health certificate for your dog. For international travel, there are certain mandatory elements required prior to departure. Um, a vet must complete an internal, um, an international travel exam and sign an international health certificate within 10 days of travel for cats and dogs in most situations. Um, obviously, one thing to keep in mind, these health certificates expire after 30 days. So plan your appointment accordingly. Mm-hmm. Don't go super, super advanced because... Advanced because you, you might have already come, you might have already expired by the time you go on holiday, which would not be ideal. No, you think you're being clever, but actually you're just making more work for yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so skipping to when you're actually at the airport. Now, these are really important steps that you should be taking. Um, first of all, you should walk your dog before leaving for the airport. Seriously, you would not believe how many pet owners forget this step because they're so busy packing or running around before the flight. Take your dog on a nice walk. Not only will they ensure your pooch relieves itself before a flight, but it also helps tire the animal out. The more exhausted a pup is, the quieter and calmer they usually are. It just makes sense, doesn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, I think it'll help to burn a bit of energy as well, you know, before before it, so they, they can almost just sleep the whole flight, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, another one is to arrive four hours early. Now, I'm the worst for doing this. I try and leave it to the very last minute because I hate just sitting around in the airport and thinking mm. I could have literally just gone straight through security, gone straight to the gate, boarded the plane. Um, But when you've obviously got a dog, you've got a million and more things to think about. So it's important to arrive around four hours early for your flight. Most airlines request um, that passengers arrive at the airport at least two hours before takeoff but when you do bring a pet into the mix it's better to be safe than sorry so um pop pop on a few more hours um two to be exact after all when traveling with a pet you usually don't have the luxury of curbside or self-service check-in so it's best to account for long lines and more time spent going through security um if you are flying internationally arrive five hours early just so that you are that little bit more prepared yeah and then if you think about um, what i said before about taking a dog on a walk before you go to the airport yet you're having to spend four or five hours in the airport actually nowadays most airports do have like a, an area for dogs to like exercise you know go yeah. to the toilet and that kind of thing so actually your dog is going to have all the things there anyway so you shouldn't worry that they're going to be for there for four or five hours because there are actually in most airports most big airports at least there are areas where your dog can believe and have fun and you know get a bit more excess energy out and stuff so that's something to uh to really really remember really yeah definitely so flying as cargo hand over your dog if your dog is traveling as cargo prepare to part with it when you check your luggage the desk agent will check your dog's paperwork check the size and weight of your pet and the crate um they will sometimes check the inside of the crate as well to make sure you're not smuggling anything with you <laughs> Um, from there, most of the time, you leave your dog as at oversized luggage or your dog will be picked up when the time has come to board the plane. Some airports might have specific areas um, and store the pets beforehand. Most airports um, don't have that kind of thing. But, it, you know, it's become increasingly more popular taking the dogs on trips like this. So I imagine having specific areas are going to become much more popular in bigger airports. Yeah. Um, if you're travelling internationally, you then proceed through customs without your pets. 
Um, attach a recent photo to your pet your of your pup to the carrier. This helps ensure there are absolutely no mix-ups when separated from your pet. Uh, while you're at it, attach a bag of food to the carrier. That way, personnel will be able to feed the dogs in the event of a flight delay, which is such a good idea. I imagine a lot of people, lot of people really think about that. Yeah, they just sort of think, oh, it's only a, a three-hour flight. It'll be absolutely fine to, <laughs> the dog will be fine. But then if it is delayed, it's the dog could potentially be, not be eating for, for a long time. So that is a really good idea, yeah. Mm. Now, if you're flying um, with your dog as carry-on, you need to keep your pup in its carrier. Now, dogs must stay in their carriers pretty much from the entire time you're navigating the airport. If you're waiting a long time in the terminal, keep them leashed while out of the carrier. It's probably fine, provided that you follow good um, aeroplane etiquette and keep them calm and controlled. The only other time a dog can come out the carrier is when going through security. The carrier itself must go through the x-ray machine. If your dog's leash and or collar contains metal, the TSA agent may ask you to remove them and put them through the x-ray machine as well. As you go through the metal detector, you will have to carry your dog. If everything is good um, good to go, afterward, return your dog to its carrier and head towards your gate. I think it's quite funny the fact you've got to carry your dog. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to go to the gym before that to pick my little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Gosh, yeah. I didn't. I wouldn't even. If someone asked me beforehand, like, did the dog go through the security? Or do you have to carry it? I'd be like, well, it obviously goes by itself because it's. You know, yeah. It's a dog. Imagine you've got like, a great day and like you'd have to like pick pick that off. <laughs> you could just ride it through. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Put a saddle your on dog, it. <laughs> your dog can pick you up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, so this is an important one. Obviously, give your dog food and water. It's important that your dog has access to both food and water before, during, and immediately after the flight. You can pop up water bowls to ensure your pup stays hydrated and make sure you attach pet food to your dog's kennel just in case. Uh, feed your dogs a small meal at least four hours before your flight. So they have plenty of time to digest the food before boarding the plane. You also want to give yourself enough time to take your dog to the airport's pet area to relieve themselves before you board. Uh, water in small volumes can be offered at any point up until the flight and should not be withheld if your if your pet is thirsty obviously like you might not want them to go for a pee while they're in the cargo but if they're thirsty you have to give them water because it's cruel not to yeah mm. should i miss the next one because i feel like we've, we've discussed that quite a few times yeah 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 um now one of the other most important ones is to obviously keep your pup calm now, going to the airport and getting on the plane, it can be anxious, even frightening experience for dogs. As the owner, it's your job to keep your dog as calm as possible. You might give your dog a pet-approved sedative, place it in an anxiety-calming thunder shirt, comfort it with a familiar toy or an anxiety-calming product, or entertain it with a chew toy or walk around the airport, always on a leash, of course. In the aeroplane cabin, you might give it some treats and pet it through the pet carrier. Of course, calming a pet is easier said than done, um, but not, nothing beats proper preparation. It's like when you take a baby and you want to keep the baby entertained. Just think about what you can give your dog that will keep them entertained and yeah. um, keep them calm throughout that process as well. Make sure your pet is fully um, accustomed to and happy being in its crate. Make sure they're okay with loud noises, busy areas, loads of people and closed off spaces. It's good to do this again prior to to get in on the aeroplane just to get them used to it even mm. if it's playing sounds on the tv just to sort of get them accustomed to that happening there is also so much you can do um there is only so much you can do but properly create training your pet really is the single most important thing to traveling with your pets yeah i mean it's just 
it's common sense mostly isn't it really but then I think I suppose if you're on a if you're going on holiday or going on a trip or moving and you're taking your dog on a flight but you're also taking yourself and your family there's so much to think about um so if you've got like checklists like this like I think this podcast itself would be quite useful to remind people that you know things like calming products making sure they're watered making sure they're warped and stuff um it's it sounds very stressful I really hope I never have to do it <laughs> I know I know there's some people that have a choice can't see if you're moving home or whatever um but yeah um we're almost come to time so I'm going to do that like this last one about how to collect and I'm just going to like round up the last bits yeah uh, that's fine okay and finally how do you collect your dog when you arrive disembarking from a flight in which your dog traveled in the cabin with you is pretty straightforward simply gather your dog's carrier and wait to exit the plane if your dog flew in the cargo hold you may be wondering how to collect your dog when the plane gets to the gate um with most airlines dogs available for pickup two hours after the flight's arrival you'll have to pick up your pup within four hours of your arrival time to pick up your dog after a flight follow the signs to the airlines at domestic cargo location at some airports pet pickup may be adjacent to or even in the same area as baggage claim and you just make sure that you have your id and your waybill and um so photo id your waybill printed off electronic tracking document with the check-in agent handed it to you when you drop off your dog You'll need both of these for domestic and international flights. Um, and to be fair, when it comes to getting your dog back back from the flight, um, it's going to be pretty straightforward, isn't it? Like, as long as you follow the protocols that um, that your airline has told you, um, make sure that once you've got your dog out, give it a nice walk, feed and water it before you take it to wherever you're going. Um, so that's how to take a dog on an airplane. Um, hopefully this has been very informational. <laughs> Is that a word? In- informative. Informed, thank you. <laughs> a bit of a brain melt then. Um, hopefully it's been informative and um, I found it very interesting because there's so much more to it than I thought you'd have to even go through. But yeah, put in there, it's, it's, um, you'd have to be very serious about the idea of taking your dog or have no choice but taking your dog on a flight. Um, but it can be done. You just got to prep lots, make sure that they're looked after and make sure you remember to pick them up afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's one of the things that once you've done it once, you sort of you've done it. Then it's like you can just do it again and again and again because yeah. you're sort of doing what you're doing almost. I think it's quite scary the initial thought, but as soon as you've done it once, you you're ready to do to get anywhere. Really, I'd just be so frightened about like forgetting to do something. Like it would just yeah. Me up. <laughs> anyway. um, so yeah, that is um, taking a dog on an airplane. So thanks for joining us for this two parter. We hope it's been very. Uh, interesting to you and you can join Leah and I in our episode next week bye bye